Michael Gross is no stranger to parenting issues. He's the author of eight parenting books and he's conducted over 1,500 parenting seminars over the last two decades. He's also been a stay-at-home dad and he joins us on Afternoons Now. Hi, Michael. Yeah, hi, George. Uh, hi, Gillian. How are you going? Yeah, good. Great to talk to you. Is, is this something that you would see happening, say, 10 to 20 years ago? Look, it's happening more and more. Um these days. I don't think it's happening as a as big a rate as perhaps um, many blokes would like and, and many people think, but it certainly is happening more and more. I did it about 15 years ago and, uh, and I must admit I found it reasonably difficult. Uh, I, I found it difficult for a couple of reasons. I found it fairly isolating and um, one of the things I did find difficult, which I'm sure um, Premier or was it ex-Premier Bartlett will find that very much a lot of blokes have their identities pretty much wrapped up around their work and suddenly you start to take the work away and um, you know, I found it hard. I used to say, I used to do. Other people would say, what do you do? And I used to say, well, I used to do. And it took me quite a while to say, well, I'm actually you know, a parent. Um, so it's... And, and what did people say to you? What, did you? what did your friends say to you at the time? Well, well then it was, was quite interesting. I, I had a number of occasions where people, I almost had to convince them that um, I was the the at-home dad or primary parent. Um, I remember once I was I took my kids to school and I was just waiting outside the sort of the office till the, the kids went in, uh, and a mum turned around to me and said, "Are you sick today? Are you? Or is your wife sick? You're looking after the kids today." And I sort of had to turn around and say, "Well, no, this is what I do." So, so and there was another interesting sort of byproduct I, I found, and I still think it would probably be similar today. Was I had a number of um, friends wouldn't leave their kids around at at my place while I was at home on my own, yet they would have my kids over there. And I think that's a little bit about that safety issue around sure. males as yep. well, which, which may be stretching a bit far. But it's, it, I guess um, I found it not as easy. And I, and I think in this day and age, there's more acceptance and there's probably more groups around and more sort of, not so much support groups, but more dads around. And I certainly found that I played at the time football and cricket and I was always there at football training and cricket training. I was the first one there because I just couldn't wait to sort of get into sort of that... Um, you know, adult company, I guess, and many mums could actually sit there and relate to that, and they're nodding, they're going, "Yep, uh, that's exactly right." What made you give it up? Um, lifestyle choice, um, and I guess, I mean, I'm one of those you know, interesting one. You know, that's what I do. I talk and write about parenting. I, my wife went back to work, and it seemed an opportune time for me to sort of step back. I found it easier when my kids were in primary school. That was another another plus um, as well. So yeah, lots of things. A little bit like. Um, the premier, I was being very busy and I was sort of talking a lot about parenting but not actually doing it. And I found myself at one stage um, starting at a talk saying, um, I, I'm talking about parenting, my wife's actually the one at home is actually doing it. So there was a little bit of that about it as well. And now my kids are in their 20s. Um, it's, it's fascinating that the fact that they sort of look back and we can actually reflect on that because, and they do sort of recognise that, that I did things very differently. And one of the things I actually had to do with my wife was get her to step back. Um, in the sort of parenting game, we, we talk about mothering and fathering, and mums and dads do things quite differently. There's also the notion of one parent tends to be the primary parent and one's the secondary, and it's usually mothers. And the primary parent is the one in the in the family who, who as I saw, calls the shots. Um, kids get up in the morning, and you know it's often the mums who say, "Well, you know, we pick you up after school at X time." They're the ones who are sort of calling the shots, and the the secondary parent is the often fathers. They're the ones who sort of you know, we'll go, okay, what do I do? I'll pick them up. Sure, I'll do that. 
Um, yeah, you tell me what you've got yeah, organised and all. Yeah, a little bit like that. <laughs> um, and so we actually made the decision to me be the primary parent, and it took a quite a bit of stepping back from my wife to actually she'd often you know, I'd be taking them off to work and she'd be often be saying, don't forget to. And, and so it took some, took a little bit of discussion. So to she work, had to, to back off out. a bit so, as yeah, well. Yeah, so, and I think that's what happens with, with in family life often uh, is that the toing and froing is, is interesting. So what often happens in, in, in the, the case of um, Premier Bartlett where, where he was, I, I heard him on a radio interview say virtually he was never around, is that he was very much a, a dad at a distance um, and um, you know he's got a lot of learning to do and he's also got to create some space and create some some common ground with his kids and what kids tell us actually it's interesting we sort of I was sort of an at-home dad at the time when we used to talk about the notion of quality time where um, and I think that we now know what quality time is that kids want three sorts of times with their kids with, with their parents and one of them is they value one-on-one time a lot, and that's what the research tells us. So that they like those one-on-one interactions with, with their dads in particular, and it might be just simply, you know, a shared game, shared reading time, or it might be a little bit more than that as kids get older. So, um, and also they they have an expectation that their fathers should be around on milestone moments, important things which happen to them at school. Um, you know, it's the birthdays and etc. So. And they also like their fathers to be, particularly if they're absent or not around as much, they also like them to have an um, emotional connection to their lives. So if you can't be at the concert, you should make sure you look at the photos and talk about it, etc. Um, so sometimes when dads are very, very busy, there's no connect between what the kids are doing. Um, you know, they re-enter their lives and they've got no idea what's happening at school or, or, or gee, was it your... Was it um, the sports game last week? I'm sorry, I missed it. So modern technology enables fathers to stay more involved today than perhaps they have been in the past. So it's things like, you know, Facebook or, or um, you know, looking at videos, etc. So it's a little bit easier in this day and age for dads to, to keep stay in involved. touch. Yeah, yeah. We're talking to Michael Gross on afternoons. It's a quarter to two. He's a parenting expert. And we're talking about uh, the Tasmania's premier's, well, the former Tasmanian Premier mm. David Bartlett's decision to step down because he didn't feel he was spending enough time with his kids. And, and Michael has uh, also in the past been a stay-at-home dad to his kids. Um, interested to hear what you think about this. one three hundred triple two seven twenty and we'll take your calls very shortly. So how do you, what difference do you think it made, if any, to the relationship that you've got with your kids, Michael? Uh, yeah, good one. I think it's, it's, it's probably made two differences. And it's always hard you know, to, but we have, you know, to sort of, you know, was that the factor or not? But one of the things that it did enable us to have a, a better relationship, I really understood my kids. I, I think one of the notions of parenting is you don't so much read it out of books, you actually learn by interacting with your kids. And certainly I had a more difficult child than, you know, out of the three, one of them was a little bit more difficult. And by actually spending a lot of time with that child, I actually learned sort of what made them tick and what motivated them uh, before my wife used to tell me. Um, so that was a, a, a big plus that I, you know, I learnt to parent. I learnt to parent that child, um, and I think you know your original question there was: you know, did it promote a good relationship? Yeah, I think it really did. Um, it's one of those things that a lot of parenting is about building memories uh, and, and having some some good, enjoyable times with the kids. And certainly, we've had some good, enjoyable times with each of each of our kids, largely because you know I was fairly much around. Um, 
you know, it used to be the, the dad who took them to school, brought them home from school. And a lot of our jokes and uh, are around those sort of shared times about being around. And that's part of our, I guess, what I, what I call our shared family memory. Um, and that's what I, I guess uh, Bartlett is actually going to be doing is, is building up some shared family memory. And I think one of the keys there is that he's actually doing it at a good time with his kids. That um, he's got kids in primary school years, which is, and I call the years between four and ten or four and eleven the opportunity years. They're the, the years when it, the kids are fairly malleable. They sort of want to be around us as as parents, um, and it's a good time to do those things that the parenting books and parenting people, just as such as myself, um, talk about. So it is grabbing that opportunity at, at the moment. So good on him for doing that. Great to talk to you, Michael. Good on you. Thanks very much, Jim. Michael. Michael Gross, parenting expert. We'll take your calls on this now. One three hundred triple two seven twenty. And what do you think about the? Tasmania Premier David Bartlett's decision to step down and spend more time with his kids. It's a pretty big job to give up, but then parenting's a pretty big job as well. And how does how does it work in your family? David's on the line. Hi, David. Hello, Gillian. How are you? I'm good. You're a stay-at-home dad. Well, in a, I do actually work. I'm a mobile mechanic, but I have I made the decision that uh, I've got four kids from 13 down to eight that I wanted to spend more time with them. So I, I actually dropped the day a, a week work and just to spend more time with them and best decision I ever made you know my oldest boy's voice is just broken and you know it's becoming a man and I just suddenly realized gee this is traveling this is really happening fast and I don't want to miss the time with my kids so uh yeah it was I wouldn't say I'm the primary parent like you were talking about earlier but I'm sensing there's a transition happening when it's time for dad to spend more time with the kids and do you have uh they're all boys Uh, actually boy girl boy girl so yeah, I take full credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nicely done. A, sl- a slick piece of work there, David. So, how, do you do you think that it's um, for you? Have you found it has paid off more with your sons or with your daughter, or is it different? Both, actually. Um, I guess with the sons, once I'm, I, I notice once I'm spending more time with them, a the behavioural issues tend to diminish a bit more. So, it's I guess the relational time means that I actually, once I'm spending more time with them, I actually enjoy the time I spend with them. And with the girls, I've been doing something. I'll just take them out for breakfast every two or probably once a month, to be honest, and uh, just being able to uh, not be distracted and spend time with them has really helped me connect with them. And then, again, they probably enjoy spending time with me more when Dad's actually focused on them. So, yeah, it's, it's gold, and I just think the Tasmanian Premier has made a fantastic decision. Oh, that's brilliant. Thanks very much for that, David. Pleasure. Good on you. Nicole, hi. Hi, Gillian. How are you going? You're a fly-in, fly-out wife. Now, this is really interesting, I think, because this is um, this is a really interesting family dynamic and there are so many families in your situation. How do you find it? Challenging, challenging. We have three kids, a little girl, one and two boys, aged three and a half and five and a half. Yeah. And my hubby works four weeks on, four weeks off on an oil rig. Uh, it's, it's very challenging, but when he is home for those four weeks, he's very hands-on and it's absolutely complete parenting or shared parenting when he is home and he can do the school drop-offs and, and go to all the, you know, the kindy and the school things when he is home. So he's got that freedom yeah, yeah, when for he's that's, home. That, that amount of time. How does he find having to go away? Difficult, difficult. Mm. Uh, our little girl's just started walking and she took her first step the day after he went back to work. So she's been, he gets back on Friday, so she's been learning to walk for the last three weeks and he's missed all of that. Can you send him 
little, you know, online videos and things like that. Yeah, yeah, we can we can via Facebook on the rig. They don't ha- they only have a satellite phone, so we can't Skype. And how do you find it when you're uh, you have um, the support half the time, and then the other half the time you're on your own? Does it um, th- does it affect your routine? Uh, not so much the routine as uh, my husband is really good. He just comes home and, and slots in, but it just makes things so much more challenging and just amplifies any issues that you have that much more when you're on your own. Absolutely. Is that what you thought that when you had decided to have children, it, it would be like this? <laughs> no, we didn't start this way. He's only been working on the rigs for the last two and a half years. So um, our eldest two, he was here working in Perth when they were born. So it's just the last two and a half years that he's been working away. And how do the kids find it? I think they've transitioned quite well. Um, the youngest two, that's pretty much really all they know. Um, I think the first week can be challenging because my husband's a bit more hands-on with the, the discipline and they respond better to him when he's home. And the last, probably the last week, they get a little bit sort of edgy. They get excited and we do the big countdown, you know, Daddy's coming home. So, but I think they're quite adjusted to it. They, yeah, they don't sort of, they know that he works away and we talk on the phone and, but they don't express it verbally so much as I miss dad and I want Mm. dad to do this. Yeah. That would be hard. Yeah, it would be. It would be. Thank you for your call, Nicole. My pleasure. It's a great perspective.